News, talk, sports. Now, the experts on AM980. And good afternoon. Keeping cool here at AM980. This is Brian Atoll, and welcome to the experts. Advanced Basement Systems presenting this show. Your London and area source for wet basement repair, foundation repair. They have the effective common sense solutions. Solutions from patented products that only Advanced Basement Systems offers our London and area community. The Advanced Basement System team of certified technicians have the expertise and the experience you need to get the job done, to get it done quickly effectively and here's a big word permanently sound good well keep listening today we're going to talk about foundations and what makes advanced basement systems this region's first choice for for foundation work and if you're just back from your vacation now is the ideal time to get your home inspection done for work to commence in the fall houses and commercial buildings like they look really solid they're built with concrete and beams and it's hard to imagine what could cause them to crack and shift other than maybe an earthquake. But there are many causes of foundation failure, and we're going to talk about them with Advanced Basement Systems Marketing Manager, Ben Bates. Afternoon, Brian. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. You had a little little time off. Slight hiatus, but we're here. (laughs) Well-deserved. Yeah, me personally, hiatus. (laughs) The company's still running as well as uh, ever, so yeah, I'm looking forward to This is something we don't always talk about, is the the thing you can't see all the time, and that's the... uh, the, the problem behind these foundation issues. Yeah, so we'll talk about why they fail and then a little bit later, you know, what to watch for and then most importantly with Advanced Basement Systems team, what can be done. There are a bunch of reasons why foundations fail. Yeah, and there's different kinds of failure as well. So when we talk about a foundation um, that has issues, you have to first diagnose what is going on. And the two most common things that happen are foundation settlement and uh, basically walls bowing in, so bowing walls. Uh, the wall is, of course, part of the foundation. But um, when we talk about the foundation, typically we're referencing to both the footing and the wall all in one. So when it settles, of course, everything goes. Now, what's more common, what's you know more uh, obvious, um, you know, and uh, why they happen, um, you know, when you look at things like this and you break it down, uh, bowing walls are are your bigger uh, issue out there. Typically, that's what people have more of. Um, the settling foundation, uh, they happen, um, but it's not something that people can recognize as much. They think maybe it's just part of the home. Um, you know, over time, this has happened, whereas the bowing wall, even on an older home, typically it's rather obvious what's this, uh, what's going on. So there's some things we can talk about today as to uh, what exactly to look out for. Mm-hmm. One of the key, of course, uh, in, in foundations and the integrity is the very soil, especially clay soil, that they're in. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. You know, when you mentioned uh, these big buildings and even houses nowadays, you know, the way they're built. And uh, you'd think, you know, why why would this be happening to these structures? And it is one thing, and it's very simple, and it's the soil around the structure. And when you have clay soils, clay soils soak up the particles that make up a clay. Uh, they can soak up and, and uh, get big or they can lose their water and get small, much more than, you know, your typical basic dirt or your sand. So clay is, is stressful on a foundation. And um, when you look at how a basement's built, right, um, there's not a great deal of lateral support for a basement or crawl space wall. So when clays push in on them, it's over time, right? They're going to crack. 
And then when you look at settling foundations, and just to be clear, a settling foundation, what that means is that the the house is sinking. It's sinking into the ground. It's it's dropping, and cracks are developing, and doors and windows aren't closing and opening properly. And it's it's a, quite a big problem. It's worse than Boeing walls, that's for sure. Um, but when that happens, of course, you see we have a we have multiple layers of soil in our earth. And um, if you were to look at a diagram, the top layer of soil is called the active, right? That's that's where everything's going on. And then below that, you have another layer, and then so on and so forth down to bedrock, and ultimately you'll hit the core of the earth, right? So the top layer of soil will become wetted much more uh, quickly than the soils below it. Uh, they will dry out much more quickly. Um, they move, right? Things change in the earth as they have for millions of years. They continue to change. So that soil is the soil that our house is built in and on. And as they change, they move and shift, wet, dry, and our house is sitting in there. And now what is our house made of? Well, typically the concrete or I'm sorry, the basement or crawl space is made of concrete, and concrete is very rigid. It's a porous material. It's hard. So it does not shift with the earth. So as things happen, the house will, <laughs> it'll shift, but not how we want it to shift. Not like a rubber. It'll shift, and it'll break, and it'll crack. And um, yeah, that's that's basically why problems happen. Even when we look at, when we lift uh, sinking concrete, you know, why is the concrete sinking? Well, it's because of the soil. And voids can be created, uh, uh, you know, underneath the footing, causing the, the structure to, to drop. Um, and, you know, what we'll get into when we look at how to find these problems is, you know, the footing has dropped. Well, how do I know that? I can't see nine feet down into the ground. I don't have x-ray vision. So how, where can I look? And that's some of the things we'll talk about today. I have six on my list of why foundations fail. And just back to the soil type that the clay can absorb so much water that it can actually swell by several 100 like percentage. I think it's 400%. 400. Yeah. You just made me think. <laughs> I did a lesson on that. Now I'm trying to remember what I taught. I believe it's 400%. Yeah. yeah. It's it's quite a lot. Now, still with soil, and this may be as the result of the builder's choice, but maybe it's just natural or a combination of the two, but it's what is called poorly compacted fill material. So mm-hmm. it's it can stem from a mix of kind of odd fill material. So it's not straight out clay. Yeah. When you... When you backfill around a house or the, where the footing, I mean, Brian, it's unfortunate, but there's so many things that go on when, when houses are built. They're built fast. They're built the same. So, you know, it just, they're not all wrong, but sometimes things get done and it's probably not the best route to take when you're building a house. So sometimes what can happen is the back or the soil that everything's sitting on isn't as compact as what you think it might be. Maybe they dug a foot too far or what have you and... And as it settles, you know, uh, it's quickly. And we're seeing more and more now um, people calling in with houses under five, six years old that have settlement occurring. And uh, it's very unfortunate to see that. And a significant part of the reason for that is the fill, the choice of fill around it. Yes. So when you have sand, like if you live out in Sarnia or you have a cottage up on Huron, um, you know, sand does not carry as much weight as clay does. Okay. And... If you if you think about a right angle, right? So that's basically the letter L. If you take the bottom of the letter L and you push it up, you pivot it up, so now it looks like a V. So that's 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 an acute angle we have there, right? So if you imagine the letter V now, if you open it up, right, it, it gets bigger. If you if you close it up, it gets smaller. So imagine as you open it up, that's clay soil. And as you close it up, it gets smaller. That's sand. So 
what I'm illustrating here, trying to the best I can over the airwaves, is, is the active wedge of soil next to the foundation wall. And when we talk about bowling walls, the foundation wall would be your basically your, your right angle. And then the wedge is dependent, the size of it is dependent on the soil type. So if you have sand, it's going to be a skinnier wedge. So there's less weight pushing down on and into the foundation wall. Whereas if it's clay, it's going to be a bigger wedge. There's going to be more weight. There's going to be more of a push laterally into the wall, causing it to ultimately crack, of course. Does it make sense, Ben, that there could be more issues in our area for this uh, contraction, expansion, because of the severe weather that we get here? The extreme heat of today and the extreme cold, like, a.k.a. vortex that we've had. (laughs) Yeah. Hard to even think about that on an afternoon like this one, but... I wouldn't say it's it's as significant as the as the makeup of the soil itself. Yeah, okay. it's not like you know you you have a friend who lives in Arizona with a Corvette and you have a Corvette and you both drive it twelve months a year. The difference, right? it's not it's not quite like that. But when we get these deeper frosts, it does cause expansion in the soil, um, and yeah, it is a problem. But based on you know what we see in our other fellow basement systems dealers around North America, some of the biggest dealers are down south. Mm-hmm. And they are fixing 80 homes a week with structural issues. And we're doing about 20. So that's a big difference. Number three on my list here of foundations and why they fail is what is called slope failure or mass wasting. And that's just gravity at work. Yep. Pretty much. Movement of the earth downhill. And the underpinnings can act as a barrier. But the power of the gravity is such that unless the underpinnings were especially designed to stop slope failure then warranties are not going to cover that. Slope, fair, fa- slope failure, fail- oh man, you got me right here. <laughs> slope failure is a huge issue, and typically where you're going to see that the most is on the banks. Uh, the river, we actually, uh, one of our inspectors, Garrett, um, saw a property. Probably the worst I've actually ever seen. Um, typically we use marketing material with extreme cases on the pictures. And then one day somebody said, well, maybe we shouldn't do that because people look at that and go, well, you know, my house isn't that bad, so I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then we saw this house. And this house is worse than any marketing material I've ever seen. I mean, the crack in the floor was six six inches wow. wide. I mean, humongous. The The whole house was collapsing. And, yeah, even when you have an um, – even if the home was sitting on a pier, so the axial load, the up and down load, right, of the house was sitting on uh, steel piers in the earth – it's not necessarily going to stop it, right, from sliding into the river. And you see it sometimes, right? There's mudslides, um, and oh, that's, an, that's sort of an instant thing. And then over time, you'll see houses, they'll fall in, um, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes in the more mountainous regions. But uh, Beautiful yeah. lakeside resorts, cottages, homes, all seasonals yeah. um, were at one time, you know, well back, and they could see it over time. And well, that kind of plays into number four, and that's erosion. Yeah, and that's that exactly the word I was about to use was erosion. And it happens over time. And, um, yeah, when you look at homes built on the water, uh, and if you're actually looking at to buy one, you have to be very cautious of what – you know, how long you want to live there, what could happen if the river rises or the lake rises, what could happen? I mean, Lake Erie right now, the homes on Talbot Trail um, in the Blenheim area, I mean, the, there is no beach. The water is so high. Um, so, you know, I know those homes are built properly and very far back. But some of these homes on near Sarnia, Bright's Grove, they are super, super close to the water. And you get a lot of issues with erosion and, uh, you know, sliding down the bank. If you are heading in that direction, though, as I did this summer, take Highway 3. Forget the 401 or 402. (laughs) Take Highway 3 because it's very scenic in there. And I was surprised at just how close some of those gorgeous homes with a huge frontage on them, too, are to the lake. 
Yeah, that's a strange thing, right? You build these properties with the three or four acre front yard, and they're right there on the beach. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you get the earth changes, like we said, right? And, you know, we'll see storms roll in here that we haven't seen in a long time or maybe ever. And it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be building this close to the water. Once we get into the solution section, we'll talk even more about why advanced basement systems actually is above code. But it kind of connects to this where one of the reasons why foundations fail is in the inferior or poor construction And think about it for a moment here, and it's just the passing of time that London has very strict building codes now, but the heritage or the older homes weren't required to meet what is the standard today. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, along with that, some of the materials used today aren't as good as, you know, the fast grow trees have more higher sugar content and mold likes that. So it's... They rot faster and so on and so forth. But, yeah, a lot of the older homes, of course, uh, you can run anywhere between the 40s and the 60s, 70s maybe. Um, that era, a uh, few decades, yeah, we see a lot of homes um, jump back into the 30s too. You start getting into the brick foundations. Um, there's there's huge issues. But, you know, when you look at homes that are failing purely because they're old, uh, a lot of them are in great shape. They're great, great houses, built properly, good lumber, no no mold, um, but they're just going. And a lot of it is a brick or a stone foundation. And the sad part with that is there's really nothing that can be done to save the structure. Um, in regards to the foundation, we can't stabilize it uh, in any way. So when often, uh, often the case is that we have to replace the foundation, and that's okay. It can be done. But, yeah, if you have, uh, we say, cracked or sink sinking or Boeing foundation, you know, we can fix it. But if it's crumbling, that's on another page, unfortunately. But it can be done. Finally, on my list here of the foundations and why they fail is something called transpiration. And this is a perfect afternoon to be talking about it because it it talks about the plants that remove the moisture from, from the soil, even the clay soil that's great for growing in. But those trees are just sucking that moisture right out of there. Yes. And great for the trees, but not so <laughs> great for your foundation. No, and, and you know when you look at a tree, right, the space that the tree itself takes up is the roots go twice that typically. So when you see houses that have trees 10 feet next to them and that are 35 feet high, eh, you have to wonder, right, where are those, uh, where are those roots? Mm-hmm. Well, oftentimes they're underneath the foundation. And when you look at uh, voids being created in the soil uh, around or underneath the foundation floor or the walls or what have you, the footings, um, a lot of the times it's caused because of trees. So if you have trees all along your house, near your house, it's it's not a good idea. And I'm good friends with an arborist, uh, uh, Phil Heim of uh, Chatham Tree Service, and he actually has a product um, that we recommend um, if we feel it necessary to our customers when we are doing a project that entails digging up the uh, home on the outside where he will come in and spray on this product around the footing and the foundation walls, and it deters roots. They'll turn basically turn around and grow the other way, as he des- describes it to me. So, yeah, it is a huge issue, and transpiration is a, a word that we won't throw around a lot because it's a big fancy word, but it is essentially, yes, the roots removing the moisture uh, content from the soil directly around your And house. an arborist may be somebody you want to consult, too. If you have a new home and you're pu- planning on putting some trees in and around the home and in proximity to the home to yes. make the right choices because you don't want to inherit that problem down the road. Yeah, I mean, I'm big on being proactive with your home, so on and so forth, taking care of it, and I, uh, I can honestly tell you when it comes to things that aren't involved in my line of work talking to someone who's a certified arborist can be one of the best decisions you make for your home um they'll teach you how to prune they will prune for you of course i mean money will get you anything but you know a lot of them are really great people because at the end of the day right they're investing their time their livelihood into what keeps this earth 
sustainable and that is trees and, and plants so uh i know there's a few good really good tree companies here in london so if you're not sure um if your trees are too close to your house or what to do with your trees it's it's a great idea to invest some time with them so there are some of the reasons why foundations fail coming up next why and how to uh, watch for it and what most importantly can be done with the London team of Advanced Basement Systems. You can find them online at advancedbasement.forestcitybasement.com. And here's that number straight into the office now. If you wish to get an appointment, no obligation, free foundation and inspection estimate right now at one 488 74 News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian O'Tall and Marketing Manager Ben Bates from Advanced Basement Systems. It's all things basementy on the expert show up to uh, 3 o'clock. And we've talked about, Ben, why foundations fail. Now let's get into the proactive mode and talk about what do we need to be looking for today. Right. Well, it depends on a few things. If you have an unfinished basement, of course, it's easier than if you have a finished basement. So we'll start with what most people have, and that's an unfinished basement. So if you are suspecting there are issues in your house, first of all, you need to think what's going on. So there's bowing walls, okay, where that's where your basement walls are pushing in, right, towards the basement itself. You have settling foundation, and that's where the home is sinking into the ground, right, usually a portion of it, not all of it. Mm -hmm. You have heave, which occurs during the winter. That's bad. (laughs) Heave is not good. We won't talk about that because there's nothing you can really do about it. Um, not a lot, anyway. Um, that would be a complete reconstruction project. Yeah, it's a, that, when I get a phone call and say somebody has heave, it's a... <laughs> but it's if they fun. love their home, yeah, it you'll can provide be it. it can yeah, be yeah it, it's a lot of money. Um, it's a lot of money. And it's something, if you know you have heave going on in your home, you need to consult. You need to have consultation with us before we even get into what anything's going to cost. Now, would this, I know you don't want to get too much involved, okay. but, but there's one question for you. Does this involve then lifting the house? It, it totally depends. Okay. It totally Typically the floor has to come out. You have to have insulation put in. There has to be a dig down. Like it, there's quite a bit that goes into it. Engineering, of course. Um, the last thing that you could be subject to is, um, the main beam in the home settling, sagging, the support columns pushing down. Um, we're not going to talk as much about that today because that sort of falls in more so into the crawl space uh, realm of things, but sagging beams is uh, much more of an easy easy fix for us. So if you go downstairs and you see a horizontal crack from left to right or vice versa, uh, that indicates that you have uh, lateral support issues in the home. And now depending on how big that crack is, will tell us, one, what stage you're in, and two, of course, ultimately the severity of what's happening. So if it's a hairline crack from left to right, then, well, it's probably not too bad. Depending on how long it's been there, right, it might just be the way the house will be forever. Now, that's stage one. Stage two is when you start to see cracks in the mortar of the blocks, right, on the ends of the wall. And now it's pushing in more, right? The the horizontal crack is opening up. So that's stage two. Stage three is when the wall shears or leans in, and shearing is basically when the lowest course of block or row of block is held back by the floor, and the rest of the wall is pushing in over it. And stage four is, uh, honey, what was that sound? Right. And the wall falls in, uh, fortunately. So stage two is when things get serious. You really have to be proactive. So if you see a horizontal crack, And then with step cracking in the mortar joints of your block wall foundation in the basement, it's time to act. Uh, If you have a poured wall, typically there's horizontal or there's diagonal cracking 
going down because, of course, there's no mortar joints. So you'll see diagonal cracking typically starting in top corners of the walls because you have to remember, right, there's these adjacent walls. There's two, right, that's going to be touching this wall. And they're holding up the wall laterally, of course. So the wall is weakest in the middle. So that's typically where you're going to see the worst cracking in the middle. Um, as far as evidence upstairs and outside for bowing walls, not a whole lot. Um, if you do have a finished basement, though, of course, that's where we are now. Um, this is a great tip on checking if you have a bowing wall issue. So if you have a dropped ceiling in your finished basement, some people don't, what you might notice is that there's some buckling going on in the first row of tile around that area. The perimeter of the room. Yes. And now it's going to be, you know, pushing in. Yeah. Uh, and not square. Exactly. So it can vary. Sometimes It depends on how it was built, of course. But another trick is if you go outside, depending on what your house type is, you can s- take a little ruler, six-inch ruler or tape measure. And if you have an overhanging foundation, right, uh, it's very obvious. You can put the ruler in. You measure right on the outsides of the wall to the middle of the wall. And if the middle of the wall measurement is greater, then you know that that wall is pushing in a little mm-hmm. bit there. So that's an easy way to tell because, of course, you can't see the cracking because there's ground there. Um, how high the grade is as well. Like if your backfill is very high, like if you are in your basement and you're looking out your window with your neck backwards, you know, you're looking up at the sky because that's where the grade is. You know, you've got a lot of earth pushing in on that wall. Um, a lot of these, uh, you know, four level back splits and things like that, you know, they have these half basements, so they're typically not as bad. Um, but those homes, you know, these seventies, eighties homes, you know what I mean? You walk in the front door and you either go up or you go down and there's two levels of basements. Those typically have a lot of other problems because water just gets into that lower level like nobody's business, that's for sure. But um, so, yeah, those are, that's that's essentially what you're looking for with a Boeing wall. Now, as far as uh, fixing them, there's a variety of options. And we'll talk um, about it next. And we will talk about those next. Um, and it's typically not too hard either to do that. With settling foundations, there's not a whole lot you can miss. Um, it's just that people don't know about it. Um, if you see step cracking, so that's uh, imagine just drawing a two-dimensional set of stairs – through the mortar joints of the brick maybe in your home or the block foundation. Um, and typically, this is going to be a sister crack as well. So it's going to mirror right on the house, that crack. That's settlement. Usually, it's in one corner or two corners of the home. Um, you will notice that doors and windows don't stick. If, if the floors on the main level are not level, um, they're going to taper. If you put a marble on the floor, it's going to roll towards the perimeter, not the middle of the home. So if it does that, then you know that it's sinking to the outside. If it goes to the middle, then you know the beam is the issue. You've just heard why they're the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario. Look how well that was all covered, and, and that's the expertise that you will be tapping into when you make the call directly into Advanced Basement Systems. We'll talk about the less critical stage of one and what can be done, a little more cosmetic, I guess, than anything else, but then we get to the more important, and I would use the word critical stages of two, three, and more. We'll talk about that next with uh, the, a highlight today on foundations and uh, why they happen. And now we'll get to what can be done with advanced basement systems. You can call Michelle to get your complimentary free foundation and inspection estimate done soon at one 488 0074 and find out more about advanced basement systems online at forestcitybasement.com. 
news, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian Athol and Ben Bates, the marketing manager for Advanced Basement Systems. A wet basement is the number one reason why buyers turn away from a home on the market, and more and more homes will be going on the market in the coming weeks as we kind of move out of the summer months and get into the fall when uh, the real estate market, hopefully for London and area, will really kick in. And if you're looking to put your home on the market, you might want to make that call to Advanced Basement Systems. We'll give out their toll-free number in, in just a few minutes to get that free foundation inspection estimate and if everything's cool then they'll tell you everything's fine and uh, and then you can make note of that and that could be a very significant selling point in terms of your home but if there are issues and let's go to that stage one and then we'll move to the more important two and three in terms of foundation failure there is that left to right crack as you call it mm-hmm. advanced basement systems will do what for you well there's uh, a couple of different things that we can do um, some methods are better than others, and, and typically there's three options outside of rebuild. So the first option is a patent by us. Uh, it's called the Power Brace. This is a galvanized, hot-dip galvanized uh, steel I-beam, and it bolts or fastens into the footing and bolts into the floor joist system. And the patent on this product is in the adjustment hardware. So we can actually torque this wall back straight over time which is fantastic because you can't always do that, especially if people don't want to dig up the outside of the house. Uh, added cost and mess. We'll push it straight first time right there. But if you want to do as most of our customers do and straighten it over time, we can do that. Or even you can do that with a torque wrench. Um, I believe it's 50 foot, put, 50 foot pounds we put it at. And uh, during the dry times, you torque it back. And I've actually, with my hands, pushed a wall back straight when the earth wasn't dug up. Um, on the first uh, on the first install, so it can be done too. Um, on the first time we go there, uh, the second uh, product or service that we have is called a Geolock wall anchor, and uh, another patent by us. And it involves essentially driving a threaded rod through the earth, twelve feet, uh, into a hole which we've augered out, nothing too big, and we fasten uh, or torque on uh, an earth plate, as we call it, and that of course is a piece of steel that sits in the earth, and then we have a wall plate. And the wall plate sits on your basement wall. And we torque them together. Uh, and you can pretty much visualize it. We, we, we have we've, 12 feet is where we are far enough away from the house, no matter what the soil type, that we aren't going to retransfer that load. Because some people might think, well, you're pulling the earth back in. Well, we're not because the failure, there's no failure plane. So that's the third. That's the second option and the best option um, in most cases. The third option isn't as great. It's carbon fiber. A lot of red tape come along with that you know what an engineer wants to see in your local town or municipality it can be a bit of a pain not as permanent not uh you can't correct the wall you can only keep it where it's at stabilize it we say so you can't reverse it um but the power brace and the geolock wall anchor by foundation support works our supplier uh fantastic products and the detail that they have in those is immaculate it's just on another level so those are two products that we're very very happy to offer if you should happen to have a foundation fail where you're at stage two or three, Ben's going to tell you what advanced basement systems can do for you. Coming up next, here's that number, and Michelle is taking calls right now for the foundation and inspection estimates. Or just to get more information about the business, you're talking to the number one basement waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario at toll-free 1-888-488-0074. 
news, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. All things basementy today with Advanced Basement Systems. Ben Bates is here. We're talking about foundations. That's sort of the core of our conversation today. We've talked about why they fail, uh, the clay soil, the transpiration, the erosion, the slope failure, and now what to watch for. And we're now at the solutions, and you're tapped into suppliers from around the globe. It just makes Advanced Basement Systems so powerful in terms of getting it done. Yeah, it's our suppliers. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Foundation Support Works out of Omaha, Nebraska, and Basement Systems Incorporated out of uh, Seymour, Connecticut. Foundation Support Works in particular is what we're talking about today. Their products, you know, basically metal versus plastic. You know, plastic is waterproofing and so on and so forth. Metal is the foundation repair. And their level of detail they have on their everything is incredible. You know, they've got five or six engineers on staff um, who work there, design these products. And, um, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of help for us. From them, um, when you get into that settlement, for example, yeah. and, and and foundation, you can really tap into a lot of expertise there. It's a pipeline. Yeah, and even our own, uh, you know, Ray Bates, um, uh, my cousin, who's a structural uh, inspector here uh, in the city of London, Bilal, um, down in Chatham. He's actually going through now to get his engineering degree, so he will actually be able to stamp plans uh, now right in house. Our own company, um, they know a lot, but. Yeah, when we get into the whole settlement thing, um, how to handle these structures, yeah, there's there's a lot of people who talk a good game out there. Um, but when you hear things about, like, underpinning, you know, you can't fix sinking concrete with more concrete, right? That's not how it works. So, you know, we need to figure out a solution here that's going to permanently stabilize your foundation. And if you'd like to, we can attempt to lift it back up. And that's always incredible when we take a sinking structure and lift it back up. And the what Foundation Support Works gives us as an independently owned and operated dealer is second to none. It's it's the the training, um, both for inspectors, production, the office. I mean, it is incredible. You're going to be meeting many of them next week when they all come in on Connecticut. Yeah, we have our annual dealer convention uh, in Connecticut. We uh, have it's uh, it's unbelievable. Huge. I remember man. 12 years ago when my parents started the convention had around I don't know. 400 people or so. And this year it's uh, 1,500 people. Uh, we take over the entire Marriott uh, in downtown Hartford. And if you've ever seen that hotel, it's not like, uh, you know, a little, <laughs> <laughs> it's big. And uh, we're pretty much taking over the Hilton down the road. And now they're stretching into one more too. Uh, the convention center that we are at is uh, over 40,000 square feet, The a room, um, just one of the rooms that we work out of. And uh, we also go to the basement systems facility, um, but it's just on another level. You know, Larry Janeski, the founder of basement systems, treats his dealers like gold. You know, he spends well over a million dollars on something like this, you know, investing back in the people that make him money, of course, because we buy his products. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's, you know, we've had, um, you know, you name it, um, from people like Brian Tracy, Les Brown, uh, there, Bill Walton, NBA Hall of Famer, to uh, fun things like, uh, you know, the some of the world's best Michael Jackson impersonators to the actual New England Patriots cool. cheerleaders. It's all been there. And it really brings us in together. And when you run into a problem, whether you're in marketing, production, sales, what have you, and you can call someone maybe uh, in Ontario, maybe in California, uh, you know, it's um, it's really cool to be able to do that. Because it's not like these people are giving you advice 
you know, on what they're doing and what they're doing is sort of the same thing. Like, you know, they're a roofer, so, you know, construction sort of the same thing. No, it's exactly the same thing they're doing. So theory and application are, are right in line. But education is also power. And uh, in the last 365 days from the last Connecticut convention, a lot of new technology has been at least been reviewed and looked at. Yeah. Computer screens have been filled with a lot of really interesting, fascinating technology. Things change. And, you know, this year is the first year that they have an app. Um, you know, for the convention. But as far as what benefits our customers, yeah, there's always stuff, particularly in the finishing side, um, you know, floors that won't ever rot or grow mold when we put them in for you. If you ever had a flood for some reason, you know, wall systems that won't ever rot or grow mold. Like these are waterproof finishing products, you know. These are important for people to know about. So, yeah, it's great to be down there and to see everybody and learn. And it's three, it's not a party. Like it's three days of, of class and you're, you're exhausted at the end of it. And uh, I love it. I love learning. I love taking notes and bringing it back to my team. Uh, we're going to be taking eight people this year. And uh, it's very exciting as always. And uh, we can't wait to to share the news with what we come back with. We're even going to, on this show, talk a little bit about basement flooring with Ben. That's coming up next. With Advanced Basement Systems, all things basementy, they are the number one waterproofing company in southwestern Ontario. No doubt you've seen their vehicles. They continue to grow. They continue to grow right here in London, Ontario. And in fact, we're kind of proud of the fact that since coming on AM980, there's been significant growth right here in terms of staff that have uh, been a part of the Advanced Basement Systems team that grows. So that's what it's all about. And you can find out more about this. This uh, local family-owned company by getting online and checking them out at forestcitybasement.com and give them a call at one 488 News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. With Ben Bates from Advanced Basement Systems with a little show bonus here. You want to find out here a little bit about uh, basement flooring and what every homeowner needs to know. Yes, so... When you're going to finish your basement, there's a lot to consider. Um, the first thing is that this is not upstairs. This is not the second level, right? This is a basement. Right. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of plumbing. Um, there's different atmosphere, right? Humidity is higher, so on and so forth. So you really have to think about what you want to put on the floor. Now, I'll quickly take this into consideration. Concrete is porous, and it will always wick some amount of moisture. So if you put your hand down and you fill your concrete, it may be damp, maybe dry. So if it's dry... You, this is what you have to think about. When you totally cover it, okay, the moisture transfer rate, okay, so the vapor coming through the concrete floor is not going to change. But the evaporation rate is going to change. It's going to slow down. So one day you're going to feel that carpet and it's going to be wet. And you're going to go, because mm, it wasn't wet when I put the carpet down. Well, that's the problem. So there's some products out there that you can use that are kind of like a floating floor. But the key is... Make sure that the product that you're using in your flooring does not have organic material in it. And there's a very popular item out there that uh, um, has particle board in it. And it's silly because if it gets wet from either the ground or a plumbing leak above or a sump pump failure, perhaps. It'll stay wet. It's ruined. So the idea is that your subfloor is completely inorganic. And then if you want to put something over that, of course, that's also inorganic. So we have a full line of laminate-like products, parquet, uh, ceramic look. Um, carpet look, well, it is carpet, it just comes in uh, tiles, and they're all completely inorganic. Um, we even have a subflooring that you can put down that is a magnesium base um, with an insulated portion underneath it, and it again is a floating style floor. And um, it's all about, it's all about, you know, the 
the, the quality of the product, right? When we're talking about homes, it's hard here because we're trying to, we're all on a budget, right? We're all on a budget, but if you don't put it into the house, right, you know, you got to think about what's the cost of this cheaper product times two. And often it's more than just doing it right the first time. Finally, on the 15th of August, here we are. This is a ideal time to pick up the phone. Michelle's taking calls right now to get advanced basement systems on your team at your door. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people like the fall to have uh, work done, you know, having doors open isn't a problem. You know, it's uh, not as hot out. Uh, little things like that, right? Uh, kids are back in school. Um, and we're very, very popular during the fall. Um, and it's booking up very, very quickly. So I recommend if you'd like to have waterproofing or crawl space done um, to have us out as soon as possible. Of course, foundation work, um, depending on the size of the product, might be pushed into the springtime next year. But it's uh, fall is a great time to have crawl spaces done as well. If you want insulation put in your crawl space, we can do our spray foam insulation for you before the uh, cold months come. Best to call now because, as Ben mentioned, uh, the fall, autumn season can be especially busy for advanced basement systems. Uh, Michelle is taking calls right now for the foundation and inspection estimate. Or if there is work to be done, you can give them a call right now and uh, they'll make all of the arrangements for you at one triple eight four eight eight zero zero seven four. That's one triple eight four eight eight zero zero seven four. Have a great remainder of your summer, and uh, we'll be back uh, next time on the AM nine eighties experts. Have a great weekend.